Hey everyone, welcome to Saturday Night Popcorn. This is Jason. And this is Kai, and we have another great discussion for you today. Uh, the movie of the day is Persona. It's from 1966. It's a very old movie. Uh, my dad was born actually in 1967, uh, so I don't want to say old, old, but <laughs> still, spoiler warning for everyone. Ancient. That's what we use. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, as Kai said, it's uh, it's Persona. Uh, this is one that is probably highly kind of like recommended in terms of like if you're going to be watching a lot of films. But it's from Ingmar Bergman. And Bergman is like one of these directors, too, that are on the list of directors. You sh- um, it's recommended to watch their their films. Uh, Two weeks in yeah. a row. Two weeks in a row, yeah, that's true, right? We we got some uh, some two weeks in a row of like movies that everyone should probably watch in their lifetime. Yeah. I think I think it's like true to say that this one and and two weeks in a row, like we said, um, Stalker was last week. Um, mm. I think Stalker and Persona are definitely two movies you should watch in your lifetime, right? Yeah, especially if you're in a film. Yeah, especially if you're in a film and stuff. I and mean, we'll we'll kind of get into that. But um, but I can ask you first, uh, Akai, uh, what, what did you like mm-hmm. most about this movie? Uh, so I would, yeah, like I say every week, like I make notes as I'm, <laughs> as I'm watching a movie. But I, I enjoyed, they were weird, but I enjoyed the, the gruesome close-ups they had in the beginning. The oh, guy nailing, getting his hand nailed, the eyeball situation. It was messed up, but I actually enjoyed that. That was kind of cool. It was, it's not what you expect in a movie. Like, just to, to see just such a, such a simple name, the movie's all in black and white. And then for the movie to start that way, you're just like, yo, where are we going to go with this? Now, now so let, I enjoyed me, that. let me, let me cut in real quick. The, the moment mm. I saw those, I kind of like, and even my girlfriend next to me and stuff like do we assume bergman added those to kind of like prime your brain to be tense throughout the movie was it, it had to. those things like it psychologically it can probably kind of like set your mind in a certain mood and kind of like mm-hmm. put your mind in a certain state and so did bergman put that to kind of like set the tone for the rest of the movie so you're kind of thinking this certain way yeah I think he had to, because there was no other reason for those. Right. <laughs> I think there's yeah, no yeah. other reason. Because <laughs> then it happens again, like midway through the movie, they right? have like a little break. And you're just like, what? There, there's also that like, one part. On? There's also that one part where uh, they're, they're showing uh, the monks that decided to kind of like sacrifice themselves. Or, or oh, protest. yeah. And so there's like a long kind of like. And it, it makes you feel uncomfortable because going like, you're back. watching it. Yeah. But you're also, you're like watching it with the character and stuff. So it's like, but, uh, yeah. but I digress. So that that was pretty like, it's like, oh man, like what are we watching? <laughs> yeah. And you can't look away. You're just like, okay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed the minimalist, the, min- min- ugh, the minimalism of the movie. Like there weren't many characters, there weren't many locations. Most of the movie was like a, a close up, yeah, like a frame of just a person, and then they would kind of maybe cut to a wide of someone outside walking, and 
with the doctor's summer home mm-hmm. or the beach home of the doctor. And that was about it. Like there weren't many, many locations or many characters. Yeah. You, you saw, and even like the, the location of the, the hospital that the, the character shows up in, it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's basically, it seems like isolation where it's like, you're, you're in a room yeah. and it showed like the emptiness of the, the room too. It's very white and everything. And we, we don't know because it's black and white, <laughs> but it's very sterile <laughs> as, as what you would say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think the creepiness, like the movie wasn't creepy, but the, I guess the only creepy thing about the movie was you don't know what's going on outside of the frame because everything is so close. Yeah, true. True. But what did what did you like about the movie? I I kind of mirror the same of like the I, I really liked the close up shots. It almost kind of like like it didn't have the same like monologues of Stalker. But I liked mm-hmm. how they like would would kind of really draw your focus into uh, the the characters, especially like when they yeah. when they would there, there was like that scene where like at the end of the movie where like she's they're, they're The two characters are kind of like discussing or like the nurse is trying to force the other character that's kind of like in a in a mute state in like a psychological mm-hmm. state that they're like currently mute at that moment. Um trying to like say why they had the child and stuff and it's like it shows it twice too and it shows it in the perspective yeah. of like a real close-up shot of the individual that's mute and then it flips and, and it shows shoulder. you the same exact same thing over the shoulder and really yeah. close up into uh into the nurse and i like how it, it transitions it's from a, an over the shoulder to the nurse but then it like zooms into the nurse. And so it shows you like, all right, mm-hmm. this is like, this is where it gets intense too. And so I, I really, I like the contrast too, uh, to another point of a black and white. I don't know why, like black and white. I loved it. Yeah, yeah me too. That's one of my it, likes also. I love the look of that black and white. Yeah, because I feel like, and it's like, you're looking at a movie that's from <laughs> 1966. Granted, movies can be upscaled now to look sharper on our like HD TVs. But I think black and white can like stand the test of time because it's like unless you're doing like a lot of CGI in black and white, I don't know who would do that. But since this was like a very real movie and everything, not nothing done in CGI and stuff, I feel like you can watch this movie 20 years from now, even from now and be like, this movie looks amazing. It, it The black and white contrast, I think, works perfectly for this for these types of movies and stuff. And um, we're watching it almost 60 years from when it came out and it's still it still yeah. fits with movies now yeah that's why it's like you, you almost kind of forget that like oh man this was from 1966 like and maybe yeah. maybe because of like the film stock and everything like i'm watching a lot more movies of uh, videos on like the choice of the choices of camera lenses and stuff within kind of within movies and stuff and this one came up as like one of the best cinematography based kind of movies in terms of like this is if you're like really into cinematography persona is one of them as like a black and white kind of perfection because there's a lot of contrast it's super simple too yeah it seems like maybe just a couple of lights just to give all that contrast off even when they're outside like to to watch the lighthouse they have already seen the lighthouse and just how much contrast that had and they shot it on film and persona still gave at least to me like i still enjoy the look of persona more than lighthouse even though lighthouse had so much 
a praise for its cinematography. And it's funny, I, I haven't seen Lighthouse. I, I have to, like, I was yesterday I was telling myself I have to watch Lighthouse soon. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I can I can say it no matter what. I think black and white in terms of this this movie is a is a beautiful movie. Um, yeah. And so, and, and the characters, I think, like you said, you kind of pointed out, there's like three characters. There's a fourth one that the yeah. husband kind of comes in or like whatever. And so, uh, but there's like three characters and and they they are one is pretty much says like what two lines throughout the whole movie and yeah. so much emotion is like is like played throughout that character's kind of like progress through the movie and it's like it's a testament to that actress that like oh man like you you have like two lines and you <laughs> knocked it out of the ballpark for this like for this thing <laughs> I wonder what Bergman was like. All right, just show me a face that like you're like how does how did that directing <laughs> how was that directing like you have show nothing me a sad to say face. <laughs> <laughs> right give me all the emotion in the eyes yeah <laughs> and then the other face. one and the other one you're never gonna stop talking I feel like when when they moved over to the nurse <laughs> like talking endlessly I, I even told my girlfriend I was like this lady never stops talking like she's the nurse <laughs> yes she was spilling her guts out it's like come on just one, spilling it out one because you're drinking too much and probably another one because the other one's not yes. talking so you believe that they're listening, so. <laughs> <laughs> the mutant uh, her name is uh is a bit yes i bet you was just like yo shut up <laughs> you know, it's like, shut up i'm sick of hearing you was it more to piss that's why she wrote that letter <laughs> right yeah. that's why she had to write the letter like, like look doctor, i like me. your house but send this other lady home <laughs> <laughs> i need some peace and quiet please but it's it, it is a very well shot movie well acted too um yeah and so it, it i think stalker too like i think it's like you you mirror like these directors made fantastic choices uh yeah to to cast their their actresses or actors in in these roles and got like clear like out of the ballpark performances out of all that and stuff and have like full-on monologues that like the camera is going to be glued to your face and any twitch of your your face your eye movements and stuff are all part of that monologue and stuff and all part of that scene yeah. and so it, it it's amazing but but to that what mm-hmm. would you say are like the negatives of this movie i i and um i can kind of go into mine but uh what, what yeah, would you say is like my well for no, me start. yeah for for me, I don't know. I, I I think I'm too dumb for the story. But uh, my girlfriend Goodness. was like, you, "You didn't understand the story." I'm like, "I what what I get from it?" And I kind of want to ask you this: the story was mm-hmm. it was good. It's a well like kind of like it's a good story. It's coming from one person basically. It's from from the nurse and yeah. everything. So it's like coming from Alma. Kind of, yeah. So you're kind of in that perspective of of the nurse kind of like living this. But it was it was I think the 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 grand scheme of things was too large for my brain to comprehend uh, as to what was going on. Mm. Because I take it, I, I kinda wanna ask you this, and I kind of like discussed this with my girlfriend. It's like mm-hmm. from knowing how do you define persona? So persona mm-hmm. is basically like what you project out to 
the outside world, whether or not that's true to your subconscious or unconscious and everything of how you are internally, we all kind mm-hmm. of create a persona that like, here is Jason or here is Kai to the outside world. So are these individuals one in the same? Are they the same person? And one is the persona of the other one and then or of the one person and then the other one is like the true internal workings of that same person or are they two separate people but they're projecting their personas on each other I that's think where i was kind of becoming confused. one in the same yeah i think they're becoming one in the same i think but they're two separate people they're two separate people yeah okay. two separate people but becoming because of their their interactions of the the amount of time they spend with one another they're becoming one in the same something to that extent something well something like that because mm-hmm. even in this description from like letterbox it says uh elizabeth uh alma eventually confesses her secrets to a seemingly sympathetic elizabeth and finds that her own personality is being submerged into elizabeth uh, persona so it, it kind of goes to that like discussion at the at like uh when it was like raining where like uh what, what mm-hmm. was her name alma just alma alma the nurse yeah the the nurse is like explaining to this and so the story is that the this actress uh has a kind of a breakdown during a scene and kind of becomes mute and does not does not speak anymore and so where sister alma the nurse says like oh i could become you because i believe that we kind of look the same and and kind of are the same but this actress is like is so large that basically if sister alma becomes her she will not live up to the status or like the 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 outcome of like the actress and stuff actress where the other one on the flip side she flips it where like if the actress becomes sister alma that she will be able to fit into the mold of sister alma but her energy will be so big it would be popping out at the seams um so to Mm -hmm. speak and stuff and so yeah i i for me i was like i was like really confused by the movie that's not saying that stalker is like easy to understand too um but uh stalker was was out there too yeah yeah stalker was out there and stuff and so i think (laughs) it's like uh, i don't know if i understand (laughs) it fully but i watched it (laughs) but and then also the ending where it's like like when they merge their faces together the merging of the faces, I think that kind of confirms that, like, yes, maybe your theory or like the theory is that like these are two individuals that are kind of merging into another. But then out of nowhere, they just like leave the house, and then what happens with that? Yeah. So I think I think it's yep. like I think it's like to like create your own ending to this. But do they just go back to their everyday life? Like, does she speak now? Or like, is that why she's leaving? And, uh, um, <laughs> no, no, so... she was. Um, no, they show the camera. I think she went back to acting. Yeah, but I thought that was like the like when she had like the, the breakdown. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh no, because yeah, they do show her back in the hospital, laying on a bed. Yeah, so that's yeah, why I think you might like... be right. Yeah, I think you just kind of make your own ending. Or yeah, we'll leave it at that because I don't think we're smart enough to figure it out. No, I <laughs> I don't know about you. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it at that. <laughs> but but what what would you take as negatives or like things that you would you would say as like oh these are not something i had two things like almas or sister almas 
this uh descriptive sex scene like when she's describing oh yeah her and her friend on the beach and some guys show up like that was i was like yo what is going on not guys so that was a dislike. children too oh, like that's children yeah exactly yeah which makes it even worse but is it children or were they like 19 like we did just watch train spotting and the girl was in high school but she was like 19 so overseas mm. is a different it's a different situation yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was that and then some of the transitions like you mentioned one earlier with the the monk being burned alive but then there was also that close-up of it was like a group photo not a group photo but it was a photo of a little kid there was a m- military person with a gun and then there was like a group of people off to the, the left side of them and they kept cutting to different portions of the photo yeah, she was that looking was at it, right? Weird. Too the yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth. Eli- yeah, she was looking at it, and I took that as like that's like a World War Two, like Nazis and the Jews. Yeah, that's what Nazis I was thinking. Kind of... That's what I took it as, but yeah, I was confused by that too. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you're on this for too long. Like, I get it. Like, I've seen the photo. I get it. And yeah. Like, are we are we to assume that? It, is she one of them or in terms of like, and also the timeline of this movie, like when does this movie kind of take place in, in time? Um, mm-hmm. So 1966 is what, uh, 11 years after the end of World War II. Um, so are we assuming that this is taking place in 1966, which I don't know. Yeah. Do like with that photo, do we, assume that that's one of those people that they zoomed in on was her or had to a be. family member yeah so yeah that, I'm yeah, thinking because they show like a little kid that may have been a little girl that may have been her or yeah maybe maybe yeah. a family member maybe the yeah. little boy was her brother I don't know not sure yeah yeah those are my only dislikes which they weren't really dislikes. They were just kind of strange. Yeah, which kind of goes into the our, our ratings of these where I'm going to not, like, even though I had more likes than dislikes of this thing, uh, of this movie, mm-hmm. I, I I struggled with, like, my, my rating and stuff. And uh, I ended up giving it a three stars out of five on Letterboxd. And I, I was telling Kai <laughs> before this, before this, we started recording that, like, I tried to rate the movie the moment I end the movie. So I grab my phone and then and then I, I, I rate it. But then I go and look at the overall rating within the letterbox community. And I look at that and whether or not am I on the same kind of like pace of the letterbox community or did I rate it lower? Did I rate it higher? higher? But I, I also don't want that rating to influence my rating overall. So I try not to change my rating afterwards because of I saw like what letterbox. So this I gave it a three, but letterbox community kind of averages about four and a half. And so. So like. So again, that kind of reiterates, am I am I too dumb for this movie? Maybe (laughs) I got to rewatch it again. But, no, but uh, I was my rating was similar to yours. I gave it a three and a half. I truly enjoyed the movie, but it was difficult to give it a rating. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a three and a half. But 
I think in terms of visual style, I would give it like four and a half. Like in terms oh, of cinematography. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. But with everything else, kind of like um, I may not have like like the whole like transitions to like those like weird grotesque kind of like not grotesque, but like just like just like awkward kind of cut ins to like a dude or someone getting their hand nailed to I would yeah, I took that table. as like Jesus, right? Uh or like a like being nailed to the cross because yeah. There's only a few examples of people getting nails through their hands onto a wooden plank in, yeah. in, in history and stuff. So, uh, so we took that as that. And so, and so like the, but I, I, so like I struggle with that where it's like, all right, where like, I kind of would, I, I want to go down the route of like figuring out like, what did Bergman want with that? Was it to build mm-hmm. tense tension? And I get that. I, I get that. Like you're trying to like build the tension beforehand. But I think your film, outside of those those tension building kind of cut ins, would do it already. Like, why did you want to psychologically kind of like place your audience into a certain mood before they started your film? Like, what mm-hmm. was what was the the decision around that? Was it to just kind of build the tension and then increase yeah. it so that they you had more of a, an emotional reaction? And stay on edge. The film itself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We might have to look into it more. Yeah, well, I guess watch it again. No matter what, yeah. I think a lot of these movies, like even the ones that kind of like Stalker, I think is one that you need to watch multiple times to kind of like. Oh yeah. To get more of the story and everything, yeah. people watch Marvel movies multiple times. They're like, and then they see things I'll in the background. Easter more. eggs and yeah, everything. Yeah, so it's like if you're willing to watch that movie like 10, 10 or twelve times. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can watch a movie that's like kind of sometimes all inspiring and you don't get it at the first instance in the first watch. So maybe you do got to rewatch it again and stuff. So then you kind of can listen to the dialogue or like read the dialogue. Uh, In this case, it's subtitles. And do we take it as it's like a Swedish film? Um, or what country is this from? But this yeah, is like a whole know. different country, and uh, that that we watch yeah. the movie from, which is interesting, which is nice because it's like for us, like we want to kind of widen our scope of movies that we watch, and we're we're both American based uh, viewers of movies and stuff, so we want to kind of like there's other countries out there that we should watch their movies, and so uh, it's not just America out there, but um, so it's like that, it, it's nice to see movies that that are coming from different countries and see that their perspective Swedish. of things. It is Swedish? Yeah. Yeah, so... Or they're speaking Swedish. Um, yeah, that's what my girlfriend thought. She was like, oh, that sounds... That's epic. I mistakenly said, I thought this was like a French film when we walked into it. She was like, no, that's Swedish right there. <laughs> it's like, shows what I know, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm a globetrotter that uh, has only been out of America once. <laughs> <laughs> They uh yeah because the home they go to is on the Baltic Sea. Okay, so yeah, so it probably is a Swedish based movie. It is a Swedish movie in terms of like what they're speaking and all that stuff. But yeah, but yeah, I I I really can say I and also I'm like I'm like guided by this like I I watched this video, this YouTube video of like the 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 best movies for a budding cinematographer. Which I'm not a budding cinematographer, but I like films. And one of them was Persona that came up on it on this this YouTuber's list of like any cinematographer, or any person that enjoys cinematography should watch 
persona as one of the mm-hmm. movies that they should watch and so um it's been kind of nice to kind of find these movies that like people kind of select as like oh this is a movie that you should watch and it definitely is i think this is a movie i would recommend to people to watch at least once yeah but would you buy it for yourself that's our that's our next question would you buy yeah. it for your personal collection i would you would yeah which is very weird to say after watching it once i think that <laughs> i would there was just something about like the simplicity of it and the the look of the movie that i really enjoyed now I, I want to see again see i would buy it yeah it's funny because i would need i would need to think twice um because visually yes i think i think just being able to like show somebody like if someone comes came over and said like i want to i want a visually striking movie and everything and, and a lot of people won't believe black and white would be visually striking because like Visually yeah. striking sometimes will come up as like, oh, I want to see something that's like Wes Anderson. Very that's colorful. Like very yeah. colorful and has all these like kind of different movements within the, the film. Um, but black and white is like, I think the most visually striking sometimes where it's like, mm-hmm. and especially the use of lighting for this. And, and so I think if I took it in that grain of salt, then I will, I would buy it. If I'm looking for movies to like increase my collection of like, these are movies that look visually perfect. Um, mm-hmm. Where like on the opposite end, in the mood of love, in the mood for love, that looked visually perfect for me. And I think we we talked yeah. about that. That yes, that was. But I enjoyed the story. I was like enamored by the story too. <laughs> so I think I got I I don't know why. Like I I love that movie, and so. That what I would say like hit it on both ends where it's visually striking, it's colorful, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not so colorful, it's muted. Um, yeah. but then it's there's a story that's behind it and everything, and there's like a lot of emotion, which persona does too, and everything, but I think it's more visually yeah, striking. But it's one person's it. emotion though. Right. <laughs> I should <laughs> I should we should look up like how many lines of out. like of like dialogue did she actually speak in this thing <laughs> just every single page just full you imagine when they like sent the scripts to to both of these characters like what do you... i have a whole book what are you <laughs> and the other one has like two elizabeth lines. doesn't say anything until like the end right. <laughs> you mumble one word oh okay yeah i'll take it hey oh let, let me ask you this before we end this did you think yeah. she actually spoke when she was drunk like told her to go to like go to bed and go to sleep. Yeah, like she so. denies it at the end and everything. Like at the yeah, next like day. no, I didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. Did you come to my room and all that? She's like, I didn't do none of that. Um. Yeah, I think she did. I hope she did. It's interesting. We didn't even mention the kid. Like just the random little like we know whose kid it is, but he's just stroking a wall. Oh yeah, the begin and then it ends with that kid yeah yeah that's true like that and that kid looks like in a sterile kind of hospital setting mm-hmm. like 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 the like elizabeth the hospital. Yeah. yeah so that's true yeah it's like and then there's an image it, on his wall it starts yeah. and ends like the same way basically yeah and, and so yeah very interesting very strange movie. yeah it's an interesting yeah. movie it was good. I, I I I really enjoyed it and being able to take Same, the time yeah. 
and watch this movie and stuff. So, but any last words? Mm -mm. Check out the movie. Check out Persona. I think so. I think this is something that like we if we if we give it our ratings, but I think this is something that like you should experience yourself and and rate it yourself or make a judgment yeah. on, on your own end and stuff. But this is definitely a movie to watch. But all right, Kay, you want to take us out? Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of Saturday Night Popcorn. I'm Kai. And I'm Jason, and we'll be back next week for another one.